Hi, and welcome to another episode of CDS Paradigm. This is Christopher Dean Sullivan, your host. I am the bassist, and I'm glad you're with me again on this second episode of my series, which I trust shall continue and be ongoing. Anyway, uh, I remember the last time I uh, was here and I had talked about uh, looking into the penny situation where this penny was being auctioned off, started off in an auction and the highest bid thus far, this was two weeks ago, I think it was two weeks ago. So $130,000 uh, on 1943 uh, wheat penny it was rare, so to speak. Anyway, I, I don't know how rare it was because there was another 1943 penny that sold for $1.7 million in 2010. This one was going for $130,000. Now, I, I don't know anyone anyone that was listening, had you looked into your pennies. I know I did. To fast forward to now, and then I'll tell you about some pennies I found. To fast forward to now, as of I, sometime within the past almost two weeks, the penny finally sold at auction, at Heritage Auctions, to a person in Concord, Massachusetts, for $204,000. 1943 copper penny, $204,000. Now, this is a rare penny, mainly because of the fact that it was um, used, I mean, made, I'm sorry, made from, you know, copper molding, of course, uh, back during the Second World War. So, of course, I went into and I started looking through some of the pennies I've had, and uh, the most I, I was able to, I was to cash this one particular penny in, I would get something like $5 for it. $5 for a penny is not bad, I have to tell you. However, uh, there was uh, this was a 1940, 1945, yeah, 1945D penny. I could get $5 for it today. There's, um, I, I looked and I was able to find a 1946 a 1939, these are all wheat pennies, a 1957, and of course the, the price went anywhere from 15 cent to $4, depending on where you cash it in, I guess. Anyway, uh, I'm still looking through my pennies. I have a lot of them, and I trust you're doing the same thing. It's uh, something else. You could be sitting on six figures, depending on how you save pennies. You run into a, I believe it's uh, uh, not the, it was a steel penny? I think it was a steel penny. Yeah, that's, that's six figures. It's like $110,000 I saw. So anyway, I just want to give you an update on this penny situation. I probably won't say nothing else about it after tonight. Uh, so there's a lot of music we want to get to. I want to just jump right on into it. Uh, there's a recording that uh, from uh, alto saxophone player called Grubs. 
Now, those of you that may have known of Carl Grubbs' music, Carl Grubbs' playing is, he, I mean, he makes a saxophone play sound the way a alto saxophone is supposed to sound. And not to take nothing away from other alto saxophone players, whether they're uh, locally based in certain cities or particular cities uh, or international, uh, you know, or regional alto saxophone players. However, you've never heard of Carl Grubbs, I would suggest or urge you just give him a listen. And of course, it's all about support, you know, musicians supporting each other. And that's something that we have to start doing. And I may talk about that later on during this particular episode. So we're going to start this segment off with a recording Stepping Around the Giant. This was on Simp Label, Creative Creative Improvised Music Projects is what it stands for, C-I-M-P. So I'm going to jump right into this. On this, you'll hear Odin Pope, uh, drummer Newman Taylor Baker, and myself on bass. Odin Pope is playing tenor saxophone. Of course, those of you that know of Odin, you know his work. Great saxophone players, player. It was a pleasure doing this uh, playing on this record with these fine musicians. It just—it was just such a pleasure for me. So, here we go. Stepping around the giant. Check it out. Thank you. 
time. We're back. Yes, that brings back such memories. Stepping around the giant, Carl Grubbs, Odine Pope, Newman Taylor Baker on the drums, and myself, Christopher Dean Sullivan on the bass. It was just so much fun. So, you know, music is such a refreshing, enlightening sound, vibration. That's what it's all about. I mean, I can't express to you more uh, how we, just as humans, is drawn towards that. And we actually, we live within the realm of sound and vibration. You know, it's we speak with each other. We use words, uh, pronunciations. Uh, you know, we, we the language that we speak, known as English, is actually, we've taken the English language and we've turned it into our own, which is called the American language. Uh, and it's the, the most spoken language in the world, the American language. However, it's the nuances of the sound of every language that affects the human being or affects the communication from one human to another. It truly is. Not to say what it can also do in terms of healing, but then it also it can, you know, it can start some ruckus every so often, just as well. However, the the the, the premise of communication through how something sounds, the words we speak is one thing. And we give words a whole lot of power, it is said. However, I done found out it's not about the words we're giving power to. It's the nuance of the sound that power is uh, generated through. So it really comes down to that. And this is music. We're always into it. We're all, it's all about the rhythm. When we speak, we speak in rhythms. Even when you sleep, your inner body is still dealing with rhythms. Heart rate slows down, unless you had a nightmare. And then at that particular point, you start sweating. And of course, sweat has a rhythm to it as well. So, you know, these are things that you can look up. Think about it. In the meantime, I'm going to continue going, continue going. I don't want to take up a lot of time uh, preaching. Because I know there's a lot of music enthusiasts out there, and you know what I'm talking about. So, uh, this next composition that I'm going to uh, play is a tune from the project Timelessness, uh, which was called the Timelessness Project. I played something last week uh, from that particular project, and I'm going to do another tune from it this week, the Timelessness Project. And, and we uh, released a record, a CD, and I'm going to play the title track to that CD. On this, you'll hear Barbara Schrager, Mala Waldron, uh, Michael T.A. Thompson, Alan Wan, and myself, again, on the bass. Uh, Alan Wan is playing uh, a saxophone, and I believe he's playing a soprano on this. Of course, Mala Waldron and Michael Thompson is Michael Thompson, T.A. Thompson, is playing drums, and he's uh, doing background vocals. Mala Waldron is playing piano and background vocals. And, of course, Barbara Spraga 
is playing is singing and she wrote the words to this particular piece as well so here we go the name of the piece which is the name of the cd timelessness frozen in time
has entered time has less frozen in time. Yes, yes, time has less frozen in time. That was uh, the timelessness project right now is somewhat defunct, even though myself and Mallow Waldron and on occasion, Michael T.A. Thompson, you know, we play together quite a bit. Alan Wan, he plays the Broadway shows somewhat, but on occasion we get an opportunity to play together as well still. And uh, it's, it's always a groove whenever we can all get together and just make it happen. Barbara retired from the whole music business scene. She got involved in some artistic things. Uh, you can actually probably go look her up, Barbara Sfraga, S-F-R-A-G-A. She has some great she, jewelry she makes. She calls it earth jewelry. Jewelry. Uh, jewelry. Is it jewelry? I think you pronounce it jewelry. <laughs> but she... She um, she does a great job at what she does, and you know, get an opportunity to go on her site and check it out. And uh, yes, and as a matter of fact, Mal and I have a duo thing that we do quite often. So look out for that. You want to be on that mailing list to see what we're performing. Sometimes we do a trio thing, and you know, see what we're performing. Send me your send me your email address. Drop me a line to my email. My email is. Christopher Dean, D-E-A-N, Sullivan at gmail.com. Christopher Dean Sullivan at gmail.com. So drop me a line and uh, let me know you want to be on the list and I'll put you on the list. And you can come check us out on occasion. It will be a groove. Uh, you know, I, I want to say real quick, there are some things that I always want to, trust that I can remember to mention these things. Um, for example, if somebody was telling me the other day about uh, paying bills, and what they were referring to was this shutdown that's now going into its 31st day, uh, and, and, uh, and people are having a hard time paying their bills. And you know, I have to say, it shows this shutdown shows the appreciation to be able to pay bills. So I so somebody asked me about that, and I, I my thing to them was, you know, I enjoy paying bills. I, mean, I got to pay bills. When you pay bills, that means you're making money. And there's a lot of people right now that's been laid off or being forced to have to go to work and not get paid. And I have to just make this mention. I have to say it. The um, last time that I can recall, and when I say I can recall based on history and, of course, great, great ancestors that were alive at the time that was going through it, where this was a government-sanctioned uh, situation where folks were working for no pay. They were forced to work with no pay, for no pay. And... You know, it was called something else back in that particular time period. And here we are now, and it seems like everybody's on that same boat that they don't want to be on. That's what it comes down to. 
and being bound to have to work for no pay. You know what it's called. It starts with an S, ends with a Y. And now, you know, I don't want to get all political, and I'm not looking to put myself in a position where I'm uh, reminding folks of a particular time period. There's enough people doing that. There's enough news doing that. And I'm not a journalist, and I'm not on the news. However, this would be relevant to that. You're being forced to have to go to work and not be paid. What would you call it? It's a drag. It really is. I tell you. But, however, it's a groove when you're able to do what is necessary to feed your family, do what is necessary to pay your bills. So when this is all over, said, and done with, which I'm trusting that it is, and no matter what side of the fence you're on about this shutdown situation, no matter what side of the fence you're on, there's one thing that everybody has in common. We'll all be glad when it's over. All of us. Be right back.
yes, that was Charles Mingus. You better get it in your soul. Charles Mingus was one of the bass players I used to listen to quite a bit, even before I started playing. My mother had a record shop out in California back in the 50s. And um, throughout the 50s, actually, that's when we lived out there. I'm born in Chicago. However, uh, during the time of 53 all the way up to about 1959, my mother had a, a record store. And there was so much music that she would just have me sit in the record store and just listen to and then tell me, give me history is what it really comes down to. In those days, I, I was in my single digits. So I'm thinking, you know, she's just telling me a bunch of stories. However, later on, I realized that she was actually my first music teacher <laughs> because I really learned so much that when I did start playing bass in the 60s, there was a lot of tunes I knew and didn't know I knew them because my ear was trained to hear the range of the instrument. And it was really interesting because that was before I even knew anything about notes, anything that type of thing. So I could always could profess the fact that I'm self-taught. However, my mother <laughs> was the one that gave me my first real music lessons. So I thank you, Effie. And, and I just love my mother to heaven and, and earth. Uh, she is my heaven and earth. So, and, and that's every young man and every young woman, uh, or man or woman, um, uh, heaven and earth is their mother. You cannot beat the, the nurturing and the, uh, the lessons and the time of taking, changing your diaper, and making sure you eat every day. You know, I mean, you have your exceptions of those that just don't know what to do. And you hear about those on the news. However, there's there's more of what I just got finished describing when it comes to mothers. than there are of those few exceptions that happens where, un unfortunately, kids don't get the opportunity to have that kind of feeling. And and uh, so I'm not diminishing what that is, one child is one child too many that doesn't get an opportunity to to feel the real nurturing and, and uh, the camaraderie uh, and, and communication that mother gives to her child. Nothing against fathers. Nothing against fathers. I'm a father and a grandfather. So, you know, and I love my children very much and I'll do everything in the world for them. So that's just how that goes, you know. It's, it's nothing like it. You know? So I say that no matter what the case is, it's a reflection of this of the last tune you heard. You better get it in your soul. Actually, there's no you in front of it. It's better get it in your soul. And even with this shutdown situation, when you get back to work, better get it in your soul. And thankful for what it is that you are blessed and graced with. Be right back. Oh yeah, this next composition I'm going to play is from a tenor saxophone player. He also plays soprano. Um, 
And I saw him in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, when I was like 17, 18 years old at a club where a lot of the national, international jazz artists would come, especially organ players. It was called Birdie's Hurricane Lounge on Hill District in Pittsburgh. And probably more than likely next week or the week after, I'll, I'll talk more about Pittsburgh. Matter of fact, I got an opportunity to learn a lot in Pittsburgh, but I don't want to go into that now. What I want to do is I want to play for you Hugh Brody and his Cosmic Ensemble. And the name of this piece is Truthful One. This is one of my most favorite pieces that he has done. I mean, a lot of I always liked a lot of Hugh Brody stuff. But um, yeah, this, this you, I feel you're going to enjoy it. And it really speaks to the times at this particular point as well. So I want you to check it out, Hugh Brody, the truthful one. Bringing creator a song, sweet notes reverberating through the trees. This is the truthful one. I send my voice to you. Those times I touched your hand and walked with you, sweet meadow and mountain, you walked with me. You touched my heart. I was feeling low and you lifted me. You touched my heart. I was feeling low and you lifted me among the clouds. And you soothed my troubled soul. This is the truthful one. Sweet notes I give to you. I give to you. Truthful one. Me and my horn. In this place, I say jazz is home. Blowing till dawn. Can't do no wrong at last it's found a truthful home oh yes great mystery a spirit roams every time I blow my horn into sounds wearing the crown oh yes this truthful truthful one free as a bird can be willing to share with thee oh truthful one Each note you send to me rules an eternity. Blue hoeing loud. I say on a cloud, on a cloud, on a cloud. Whoa, knowing one, I speak my soul. Tell the people on this planet, I say to. Stable to do their thing. 
music ringing and know the truthful, truthful one, truthful one. You are always truthful. Without words you teach us to see, to trust, to believe. We learn from your truths, it is the way, it is meant to be. Truthful one, truthful one, truthful one. Truthful one, me and my horn. I never said I was a vocalist, did I? I said I was a bassist. Yes. I trust you enjoyed that. Uh, you know, you had a little spoken word on there. You know, we're going to be doing more of that as well. Um, I'm involved with a spoken word project. There's a couple of them, as a matter of fact. So I'll be playing some of that in upcoming episodes. So moving on. You know, we're getting close to that time, so I really want to get more music in. So uh, I'm going to play right now a piece that was done, recorded uh, by uh, saxo uh, another alto saxophone player, friend of mine that I really, really enjoyed playing with, him, Richie Cole. And he has moved to Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. And it's really interesting because, again, Pittsburgh is um, such a jazzy place, music place, not just jazz, but music, period. A lot of great musicians came out of there. Stanley Turrentine, Art Blakey, uh, Jeff Watts, uh, Phyllis Hyman. Uh, it's, it's crazy the amount of artistry that has come out of there. I, can, I mean, I can go on for... I can do a whole hour episode on the musicians that have come in, artists and vocalists, actors as well, that has came out of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. So there's, it's, uh, it's definitely one of the predominant hubs of uh, music of, the, of our country that, that's, that's produced a lot of artists from, that, uh, that have made marks in, within our country on this American world music genre that is called jazz or world music that's American, you know. So anyway, I'm going to play some of this, this particular piece. And the name of the piece is I Found a Home in Pittsburgh. And then I'm going to speak a little bit about that. You know, I, I learned a lot. That's where I actually started playing was in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. And, uh, and it was through the Jazz Workshop Incorporated. Uh, go on the website. It's called a Jazz Workshop dot org jazzworkshop.org oh I'm sorry Jazz Workshop Incorporated that's what it is jazzworkshopincorporated.org and that's that's a drag that I would mess that up but I, and I'm still affiliated with the organization to this day I go in uh, a few times quite a few times over the course of the year and I do master classes through the Jazz Workshop uh, as a matter of fact uh, Richie Cole 
along with John Faddis, did a concert there with myself, Roger Humphreys, uh, drummer, uh, and uh, Howard Alexander. And it was, a, it was a fine concert, and it was produced uh, under the auspices of the Jazz Workshop. The director there now is Dr. Jacqueline Young, who is Harold Young's daughter. Harold Young was the founder of the Jazz Workshop, as a matter of fact. It's in its 46th year has not stopped at all. It's one of the, one of the um, mainstays of uh, organizations that, has, uh, set, that was set up there in Pittsburgh. But anyway, let me get to uh, my friend here on alto saxophone player, uh, the alto saxophone player, Richie Cole. You'll enjoy it. I found a home in Pittsburgh. Thank you. 
yes, Richie Cole. Now, I, I had said I found a home in Pittsburgh. I need to be corrected. It's I have a home in Pittsburgh. That's the title of that particular piece. And that's the, the title of the CD, I believe. I don't have it in front of me. <laughs> I should, but that's all right. It's, um, it's definitely a, a fine tune, and he's a fine musician. Richie Cole has been around for so long, and actually, we're looking to do something else during the course of 2019. Oh, I'm getting a phone call. All right. Hold on for a second, and I'll answer the phone. CDS Paradigm. How can I help you? Oh, I oh, you know what? I'm on the air right now. Let me let me call you back. All right. Yeah. That that was my uh, representative, TMO Entertainment, Tamaniko Odidi. I was going to mention her anyway, and mention the organization. They they it's a booking organization, a booking booking uh, agency. And she, she, as a matter of fact, uh, she had the last engagement she got me was out in Los Angeles at Herb Alpert's place called Vibrato. It's the Vibrato Jazz Club, and it was it was a fine gig. It was in uh, in California, in Beverly Hills, California. And I have to thank you, Tamanika, for sending us out there. It was a successful engagement. We had a nice house. The place holds about 120. We had close to 100. And um, it was it, it was it was beautiful. I have to say it was one of my highlights of 2018. As a matter of fact, Mala Waldron was with me, along with uh, Joe Goldberger, the drummer who lives out there. He's also from New York, but he lives out there in California now. Have been for the past 15 years. But I want to thank TMO Entertainment, and, uh, Tamiko Didi for booking that for me and uh, for my trio, and it was it was a fine engagement. Yes, it was. So, yes, Richie Cole, I tell you. So we're looking to do something else, and we're looking to do it through the Jazz Workshop uh, again uh, sometime in t- this year, 2019. We're probably looking at June. Everything works well. We're working it all out right now. Um, Dr. Young, the executive director of the Jazz Workshop, is putting things in order and make so it, so it can happen. So it, for those of you that may be listening to this in Pittsburgh, look out for us coming back there again. We much appreciate seeing you, and we look forward to seeing you. Be right back. close to that time where we have to say good night, good afternoon, good morning, whatever time you're listening to this. Uh, the last tune I'm going to put up on this episode is a tune that is done by Ileana Santa Maria. Ileana Santa Maria, yes, Mongo Santa Maria's daughter. She has had a Latin band situation, and I mean, it's off the hook. I mean, you'll enjoy it. I was in touch with her quite a few years ago during the time I was doing the Willie the Lion Smith Joe Goshen Jazz Festival. 
I was the uh, creator and the artistic director for the Willie the Lion Smith Jazz Festival. And, and, and it was held in Goshen, New York, in Orange County. Uh, so, of course, now it's not happening anymore. You know, the sponsorship had, had uh, dwindled down, and so it just wasn't. And then I got really busy. You know, I started traveling pretty much. So um, the other part of it is there's two other promoters uh, in the Orange County. I mean, well, I should say in the Mid-Hudson Valley that, uh, that are doing things every summer. Uh, the Fairy Godmother is doing some things with her series, the Fairy Godmother uh, Newburgh Jazz Series. Uh, she does a doo-wop, jazz, a doo-wop series. She does, a, a, I think, almost like, I think she does like eight, nine weeks, some of that nature. And uh, also Greer Smith, who has a Trans Arts Jazz Festival uh, up in the Poughkeepsie area of, of uh, Dutchess County, actually, in the Mid-Hudson Valley. So there's there's uh, there's a lot happening over the summertime here in Orange County and in Dutchess County, and uh, you know just check it out. Stay you know you all you have to do is go online. You'll you know Trans Arts uh, is the name of the organization, and uh, Greer Smith is the is the uh, director of that particular festival, and then there's the Fairy Godmother Aquanetta Wright, who's the uh, director of uh, the Newburgh Jazz Series. So, you know, if you get an opportunity, come on out. Come on to Orange County. Some, it's on occasion, they hire me to, to bring something in. I trust they do the same thing this year. We shall see. If not, I mean, I, I have some pretty good things happening over the, over the summer. I'm traveling pretty much, so you'll definitely be hearing about that. Whatever city you happen to be living in, I target that particular city. So, that being the case, we're going to listen to Mongo Santa Maria's daughter, Ileana Santa Maria. As a matter of fact, I have heard that she uh, uh, is doing opera now. She's with an operatic company out of New York, I believe. And, uh, and I would just love to hear that. And eventually, I am definitely going to go check her out now because I do like opera as well. Right. So here we go. Ileana Santa Maria. She's doing a Sergio Mendez piece slash an original piece of her own. And uh, the Sergio Mendez piece is Mascanada slash Samba Rumba.
Okay. Again, thanks for listening. And that was Ileana Santa Maria. I trust you enjoyed her. I know I did. You know, I'm looking forward to the time I get an opportunity to see her live. I've never seen her live. However, I have seen videos and and I do listen to her music. And I definitely want to check her out doing an operatic piece uh, or doing whatever she does with the operatic company. I, uh, I'm going to keep up with that. And I'll keep everybody informed on when and where. And I trust you go out and check her out as well. In the meantime, we have to say good night, good afternoon, good morning, good day, whatever time you're listening to this podcast. I appreciate you tuning in. I appreciate you listening to it. If you want to get a hold of me, you can always uh, email me, Christopher Dean Sullivan at gmail.com. CDS Paradigm is the name of my show. However, you don't have to put that into the into the uh, email address. <laughs> the email address is just Christopher Dean Sullivan at Gmail. All right. You can also find me on Facebook, Christopher Dean Sullivan. You can also find me on Facebook as bassist Christopher Dean Sullivan. Uh, also, friends who like Christopher Dean Sullivan. Um, that's growing. I'm, I'm so happy to see that. You can also find me on Facebook. And you can find me on LinkedIn, Christopher Dean Sullivan. On, on uh, Twitter as well. Twitter uh, is... C.D. Sullivan Sr. is where you can find me on Twitter. All right? So, you know, check me out. Like a page. You know, whatever it is that you feel like you want to do with any of that, please do it. All right? In the meantime, keep in mind, the reflection of what was becomes the lesson of a lasting progression of forward motion towards the moment of now. Okay? Until next time. Peace.